You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Cheeseheads. Cheeseheads. Get on your feet. It's Curd and Law. Hosted by Sparky Fighter and Ryan Horvath. Hey, it's C. Sparky Fiverr, 1250 AM, The Fan in Milwaukee, along with our guy Dusty Evely, Packer Report, Cheesehead TV, Pack-A-Day Podcast, you name it. He's everywhere. Follow him on Twitter at Dusty Evely. You can follow me at Sparky Radio. He's in for Ryan Horvath today, who is going through the winter storm uh, that we just went through, and he has no power currently, uh, so he cannot do the podcast uh, today. Uh, all right, Dusty, so let's talk about it. The Packers get the big win over the Cowboys. We talk about defense in the first segment. What about this offense? Uh, let's first start with Aaron Jones. Uh, again, four games now over a hundred yards said this before. And I'm going to say it again. If they had Bakhtiari and Aaron Jones healthy all year, I think they win the division. If they, those two were healthy all year, I think they could have won the division. Yeah, I think that's true. I mean, that's been one of the things, big things with, uh, I mean, well, even because Bakhtiari is healthy game one, right? I mean, a lot of the interior line and a lot of the other offensive linemen, one of my favorite stats from week one, not it's my favorite now, it was not my favorite at the time, was I can't remember how many rushing yards the Packers had in week one against the Bears. They had one yard before contact. The, no lot, no movement on the offensive line. Everything was either, you know, hit at the line, hit slightly behind the line. Jones making something happen, fighting for every single yard. You watch this team now, and granted, the Cowboys are not the best run defense uh, this year. That was their big weakness. But the Bears were playing really well, and they just they housed them just the previous week. They're getting movement everywhere from every position on that offensive line. Josh Myers, everyone's favorite punching bag. He's doing a really good job pulling. You've got Rasheed Walker holding it down when his big Big weakness was run blocking. You've got Elton Jenkins doing stuff. We know what, what Elton Jenkins could do. Running's been doing really well. Tom's been moving guys. His whole thing was, is he is he too light? Can he not really be a good guy in the run game? And what they're doing with the tight ends and everything, everything's moving down. You look at some of these cutbacks from Aaron Jones. He's got lanes, huge cutback lanes with, with his offensive lineman blocking five yards down the field. And you simply weren't seeing that first half of the year. So Jones and his vision has been incredible. But, yeah, the movement of this offensive line, him being able to see those holes, then hit those with that burst. If they were able to do this all year, like I said, division for sure um and you know with Bakhtiari I'm not sure because he is very good but they also were not getting a whole lot of movement out of any anyone else at the offensive line until later in the year anyway so uh maybe maybe not but uh but it has been really awesome to watch how this run game has come along in the back half of the year 
And I think we both agree there is no possible chance Aaron Jones is not back now. Like, I, I think he has solidified himself now as a member of the Green Bay Packers. To me, my question now is, because he has one year left on his deal, I think is what it is. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. So my question now is, do they extend him? Right? Or do they let him play out a year? Or do they give him two more years added on to this um, at a price? Because two things. One, I don't think he has any intention of wanting to leave because he could mm-hmm. have. Right, he could have left. Um, I don't think he has any intention of wanting to leave. I think he's really, no pun intended, in love with love um, at this point, and not wanting to roll without him. Seeing how good this offense is, knowing that they're going to have a chance to compete for a Super Bowl for the foreseeable future with this offense, I think he stays and probably takes about anything Goody offers him as long as it's not you know uh, horrible. And I don't think Goody can offer him a horrible contract because he knows damn right well that he is kind of the heart and soul of this offense at this point. Yeah, I mean, his last the last restructure of the deal, he took a pay cut to be here. Like you yep. said, he he wants to be here. I I am of the mind at this point because it seemed like every year the conversation. I talked about Preston Smith earlier. Same thing with Aaron Jones. Every year the conversation had been like, well, they can't possibly bring him back. Look at his look at his cap. It is this the last year for Aaron Jones? I dude's a Packer for life. I think if he wants it, and I think they want it. And I understand. I am I am a big big analytic big in analytic stuff and the don't pay running backs and all of that stuff. I think with this team, with this running back, it's different. You you pay him again. You can you can give him less than what he'd probably make up a market, and it seems like he'd probably take it because he wants to be around. What he gives the locker room, what he gives you when he's healthy. If you just bank, he's going to be injured half the season at this point. He's getting ready to be thirty, or I think he just turned thirty. Uh, that this what happens to running backs, but he also has been for all the complaining over the life of his contract in terms of you're not running him enough. You're not running him enough. His legs are still relatively young because he wasn't yep. getting twenty five carries a game his entire career. So he's still got the burst when he's out there. I mean you. You look at some of those cutbacks and some of the bursts through the hole. He looks like he's twenty years old, like eight, and he's going to take his lumps. But I am currently of the mind. I'm with you. I think I think you keep him in Green Bay as long as you possibly can. I maybe not the wisest decision to bend over backwards for a running back, but and his situation is different. I think his locker room presence is different. I think the fact that he wants to be here and what he gives you, not just as a runner, but like a pass protection. He was tremendous in pass protection again, understanding some of the leverage and the routes that he runs. Again, just a locker room guy. I think I'm with you. I feel like he's absolutely back next year. And that does not say you don't draft a running back. Let's clarify. I think you still have to draft a running back because like you said, he's going to miss games. Like that's, I think that's just a given at this point going in. How many don't know that may vary from year to year, but you have to have that next guy. And I don't know. I mean, Wilson showed a lot in preseason. Okay. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. I, I don't know if I'm there enough to say, mm-hmm. yep, he's going to be the backup to Aaron Jones and we're good at running back. So I, I don't think I'm there. Are you there on Wilson? No, I'm not. He's a guy, he, he looked really good, like you said, in the preseason. And then you see him in an NFL game with other NFL starters. The burst and the speed is not there. He's not running right. away from fourth, like the uh, number one guys as he was against the number four guys. I, and he's also kind of a, big, a bigger dude. 
kind of a little more of what what AJ Dillon gives you. If you keep him and Dillon's out the door, I don't have a problem with that. But I mean, listen, I always I always have a soft soft spot for that kind of scat back, the smaller, yes. undersized guy that Jones gives you, like kind of the slicer. Just give me an army of men. Like I was pounding the table this past year. I really love uh, Tajay Spears out of Tulane, who ended yep. up going to um, Tennessee and had a really nice season there. He's basically Aaron Jones. Like just give me an Aaron. If you want to bring Lewis back or uh, Wilson back, that's fine. Bring him back. He's like kind of your number two, kind of your plotter. But give me a slicer. Give me give me a guy who runs a four three four four and can cut. Like that. That's all I want. One thousand percent, especially in this offense where you can get somebody out in space and a guy that could take it to the house if he touches it. It would be awesome for this offense because they've got so many other weapons. Uh, okay, Jordan Love. Uh, let, let's get into this. Uh, dude doesn't really need to really ever set correctly, throw correctly, mm-hmm. none of that stuff. I watched that that quarterback school uh, with JT O'Sullivan, uh, and it's just funny listening to him, dude. He he just his mind is blown sometimes on some of these throws. He's just like, dude, come on, that that's not real. Like you're not supposed to be able to do what he's doing. Like that's re- really type special stuff. And you saw more of that this week in this game against the Dallas Cowboys, Dusty. Yeah, no, it feels like he's showing off sometimes. It really yes. is. It is funny hearing guys like JT and um, I think uh, Case Keenum uh, does yep. a show over at Underdog. He'll talk about it as well. Or Colt, I think it's no, it's Colt McCoy. I think, uh, and he he will do this whole like. Listen, if I had the arm strength, like this looks awesome. I cannot do this. Like it's it's rare what he can do. You, I mean that that Wicks touchdown where it's just off his back foot, dotting the back Perfect. of the end zone from like twenty five yards out. Like you can't teach that. He set the protection before that. Like he knew everything was coming. It was they zero blitzed him. He still got that off the um the Romeo Dobbs the fourth down touchdown. They yeah. like drops to a sidearm and just whistles that thing in between three different dudes. That's like he he had to do that on that one. Like uh, there's some of them where he's got a little bit of. Uh, I've, I live in SEC country, so I've been watching Stafford since he was at Georgia. Sure, Stafford would do a lot of that same stuff even in college. You know, like it looks cool when it works. Sometimes he'll sail a ball twenty yards over a guy's head because he submarine arms it when he doesn't have to. So there's there's sometimes where it feels like love is just. Eh, let's see if I can get away with this. <laughs> and sometimes it's a little off. Uh, but he also has. I mean, he had that that rolling out dart to Tucker Craft on third and four. Yeah. That was just blanketed from like 15 yards out that he just what opened up his hip, no feet on the ground, and then just sidearm that sucker into a very tight window. It seems like he's showing off, but I mean, he's he well, he understands the offense so well too. Like that's the thing. He understands everything in front of him so well that I'm going to get this ball to this guy, however I need to. And sometimes that's going to be no feet on the ground sidearm. That's just the way this is going to work. man. 